I'm Jamelin Steffen, and this is episode number 64, When to Zoom In and When to Zoom Out. Welcome to Want to Wanted, a podcast for women of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelin Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. Today's episode, I think, is going to be a little bit shorter, but I hope to teach you a concept that Jody Moore taught me quite a few years ago that I have really found helpful in my life, and I wanted to share it with you here today. So I want you to imagine that you are at a beautiful lake with mountains surrounding it and a beautiful sunset and your child or grandchild is sitting by the water, throwing rocks into the water and you think, I just have to capture this moment with my camera. So you get out your camera or your phone and you turn it on and you get yourself ready to take this picture. Now, if you want a picture of your child with the lake and the mountains and the sunset in the background, you're going to be sure that you keep your camera zoomed out. You want it to be able to take in the entire scene. You want to see it all. But maybe when that little child turns around, you realize how perfect the lighting is and how absolutely adorable they look with dirt smudged on their face. And you want to get a close-up of that amazing little person. So if that's the case, then you want to zoom in with your camera and put the focus of your lens right on that child. You're going to want that child's cute face to take up the majority of the frame of the picture. So when you are taking pictures, sometimes you want your camera zoomed out and sometimes you want it zoomed in because when you're zoomed in, you can really examine things closely and really focus your attention on them. Sometimes our lives are going to have circumstances unfold that are going to require us to zoom in. And sometimes we're going to have to zoom way in. And other times we're going to be able to zoom out and maybe even learn how to zoom way out, uncomfortably out. And here's what I mean, okay? So it's probably been about six years ago. I was with my family. It was summertime. We were down by a river with the kids and it had been a really hot day. And so the adults were kind of back under the trees, probably 30 feet from the river. And the little kids are all down at the river throwing rocks and playing in the river And we have all of our younger kids in life jackets, you know, because we want to be safe. You never know what will happen. And suddenly one of my little nephews, who was probably about two years old at the time, slipped and fell into the river and was getting swept down the river. Now, it wasn't actually a super fast moving river, but he, of course, was terrified because he was so little and he's his life jackets keeping his face out of the water. But he is just screaming because he's so scared that he is going to drown in this river. And of course, my auntie heart just in that moment was so scared for this little boy. And suddenly I'm just racing across the rocks and diving into the river to grab this little boy and pull him out of the river. Now I know I sound like a total hero here. This is a great story to tell. But what I want to really tell you is that as I was running to get this little boy, all I could think about was getting to the river and getting to him and getting him out. That was the only thing on my mind was just totally focused on him and getting there. I wasn't thinking like, am I going to sprain my ankle on these boulders? I wasn't thinking, I hate cold water. This is going to be so cold. I wasn't thinking about what I was going to make for dinner when we got back to our trailer. I wasn't thinking about organizing dental appointments or if I was going to make enough money in my business. Like In that moment, I was totally zoomed in 
on that child and getting him out of the water. And when we are in situations like that, our brain does that on its own. It will zoom straight in and just focus on what needs to happen for survival in that moment. Maybe you've been skiing before and felt like you're out of control and you're not thinking about anything else except for how to stop yourself from hitting a tree on that ski hill. Or maybe you've hit ice with your vehicle. In Canada, we hit a lot of ice on the roads and you have that split second of just focusing on getting the car under control and keeping yourself safe. I even think about situations that aren't necessarily dangerous, but feel very scary in the moment, like when you're having a baby. When you're pushing that baby out, your brain is completely zoomed in on that moment. So it's a good thing we don't live our whole lives that way. We would literally do nothing else and focus on nothing else except for the moment-to-moment situations. But we do experience times that maybe aren't life and death, but they are high demand circumstances in our life. So maybe they are a crisis, but they are circumstances that actually require a lot of focus and we need to zoom in. The thing is, our brains are so funny. When it isn't really life or death, sometimes our brain doesn't think that it should zoom in or doesn't really want to zoom in. It kind of wants to zoom out and focus on other things that probably don't really matter in that moment. But in reality, we actually do need to be zooming in. So here's an example of what I mean. Maybe you're somebody who has a child who is in a serious mental health crisis right now. But for whatever reason, your brain wants to worry about if you have enough money going into your retirement fund. Now, it's not because we can't think about other things when we are in a crisis. We can, obviously. But sometimes we, we almost are buffering with other things to avoid zooming in and focusing on what actually needs our attention. That when this child has this mental health crisis, you need to zoom in and focus on what needs to be done today to help this child and what needs to be done today to help me as the mother so that I can help this child. Does that make sense? I had someone close to me diagnosed with juvenile diabetes quite a few years back and suddenly her mother's lens went from zoomed out to zoomed way in. And even though this mother wondered what this diagnosis would mean for her daughter's future, she had to keep her lens zoomed in and resist the temptation to zoom out because it wasn't helpful in that moment. She needed to zoom in and focus on every lesson the nurse and doctors were giving her. She needed to learn today how to test blood sugar levels. She needed to learn the next day how to give insulin shots. She needed to learn how to weigh food and what foods were needed and what she should avoid. Even though she had questions about the future, if she focused there, everything felt way too overwhelming and scary and unknown. So when she zoomed in on what she needed to do right now and then just took the next step, she felt a little less overwhelmed and more in control. And this family had to be zoomed for what seemed like a long time at the time. But as each new scenario was introduced, school, vacations, trips away, medication adjustments, over time, they could widen their lens again, and then they could start to zoom out and look at what the future could hold. Now, not everything you zoom in on needs to be a crisis per se. I look at competitive athletes. When they're training, and especially when they're competing, they have to be zoomed right in if they want to be successful. 
When you're sending a child off to college or on a mission or preparing for a wedding or renovating your kitchen, these are all really exciting things, but they require you to zoom in, especially when you get closer to go time. The day before my daughter's wedding and the day of her wedding, I wasn't focused on being sure I was making offers to potential clients. I wasn't thinking about where's my business going to be in a year. I was zoomed right in on her wedding. So it's good to learn to see when you need to zoom in and be aware when your brain wants to overwhelm you by zooming out too far. When you need to be zoomed in, you have to ignore the temptation to zoom out. Now, not every situation needs to zoom in the same amount. Like I said before, some circumstances we may need to really zoom in and ask just, what can I do right now? I think about the song from Frozen 2 that Anna sings when she's alone and lost and not even sure if anyone else is alive or if she's going to be found. And she sings this song called The Next Right Thing. And all it's about is just taking the next step. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen, where I'm going to end up, if if I'll ever be found, but I'm just going to take the next step. So sometimes zooming in means, okay, I'm going to get out of bed and brush my teeth. I can't zoom out any further than that right now. I just trust that once that's done, I will do the next right thing. That might be how zoomed in you have to be, and that's okay. In fact, that is probably best. Some situations may require you to be a little less zoomed in than that, right? I I know what I need to do today but tomorrow we'll have to wait. Or I know what to do this week, but I can't think about next month. You're going to know how far in you need to zoom. Just be willing to zoom in as far as you need for as long as you need. Okay, so when do you want to zoom out? Because even though sometimes life feels like we're going from crisis to crisis, if we're honest, that's not the truth of our lives all the time. And we do have times when we can zoom out. And that's when we want to see the lake and the mountains and the sunset. That's when we want to make plans for the future. Now, sometimes we can only zoom out to the next month and that's okay. But when things are going pretty good, we want to live our lives zoomed out. We want to be making decisions that our future self is going to thank us for. We want to make plans and we want to be able to see what's ahead for us. And I want to encourage you when it feels appropriate to be willing to zoom even further out than you are used to or comfortable with. I'm still learning how to do this, but I think it is such a great practice. Take some time alone, take some time with the people that you love and think about what you want your life to look like in five years, 10 years, 20 years. If this feels really hard or uncomfortable, I understand. And so I usually have to start with things that I know for sure. So for me, in 10 years, I will be 56. My husband will be 58. Our oldest child will be 34 our baby is going to be 21. So in 10 years, that's where we're going to be at. And then from there, I build into my vision things that I feel like are possible, right? Like it's possible and probable that we will be empty nesters in 10 years. It's not for sure, but possible. It's possible that most of our children will be married in 10 years. We're probably going to have more grandchildren. We most likely are still going to live in this house, okay? And then from there, I try to imagine what I want my life to be like. I think about my business. What does it look like? What do I want it to look like? I think about my husband's job. Is he still working full-time? What do I want my body to be able to do in 10 years? What kind of service am I doing? How am I spending my time? What am I learning? Now, sometimes my brain wants to say, I don't know when I ask these types of questions. 
And just like when I need to zoom in, my brain sometimes wants to avoid that by zooming out. When I start to push the lens to zoom way out beyond its normal comfort zone, sometimes it wants to zoom in instead. So I really want to challenge you to not let your brain say, I don't know. Maybe I don't know exactly how far I'll be able to run in 10 years. Of course, I can't see everything that could change for me, but I can at least get a vision of how far I'd like to be running in 10 years. What would I like my business to look like in 10 years? What do I want my days to look like? These questions tap into desire. The future hasn't happened yet and I get to create it. I get to dream it up and so do you. So take time to zoom way out and take time to dream about your future and include at least a few things that feel outrageous because something that feels impossible today may be completely possible in 10 years. I've been told and I completely believe that we overestimate what we can accomplish in a day. I am so guilty of this. I make myself the most ridiculous to-do list sometimes. So I know we often overestimate what we can accomplish in a day, but at the same time, we tend to way underestimate what we can accomplish in a year. So when you're looking five or 10 years down the road, take into account that you can accomplish so much in that time. So you are welcome to dream big. You can make your desires big and you can start to visualize you living them. The clearer that picture becomes in your mind, the easier it will be for you to know what to do today to make that future a reality. And don't panic because unlike your past that is unchangeable, at any time you can change or adjust your future vision to something you like even better. Nothing is set in stone. But by taking time to dream and put your desires into the future, you will actually have the ability to create what you want. Now, I know that many of you are like me and your brain is reminding you that you don't know what unforeseen circumstances your future holds, and that is true. But if that stops you from planning your future, you literally will know nothing your future holds because you won't be creating it and your future will be left to just happen to you. And that is unnecessary. There may be suffering or changes in your future that you don't get to pick, but I promise that way more of your future is in your hands and in your control than isn't. So let's not add unnecessary suffering to our futures by ignoring it. And then when we get there, having a ton of regret because we didn't create it more deliberately. Okay. I'm going to get off my soapbox about creating your future because I admit that this is something that I have to practice and I am not great at. But the reason I am practicing it is because I believe so deeply that we create what we focus on. And when we focus on making a future full of all we desire, we have a way higher chance of getting it. I hope that if you need to zoom in, you will give yourself the grace to do that. And I also hope that if you're in a time of life when you have a little more luxury to zoom out, that you will take some time to zoom out, way out. I want you to take time to dream and write about your life, what it's like in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Maybe for some of you, 20 years from now puts you in your 90s. Why do you want to believe there's nothing to look forward to in your 90s? What would you like your 90s to look like? Think about it. Dream about it because you have nothing to lose. Okay, zoom in and zoom out. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.